Hello, welcome back to ASMR Quest. The podcast where we don't just make ASMR. We talk about the facts. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I, I was trying to well, I sort of like it something new. It, it's a, it it's did a not flip work. of the normal script. Right? It's like, we don't just talk about this. We do it. We don't do <laughs> it. We just, we just talk about it. <laughs> it's kind of the opposite. Yeah, it's sort of like uh, if you came here for ASR. I mean, I guess you, you got a little something there at the beginning. That's Yeah, just a tiny bit. Stuff. A little sample. A well, teaser. Mm-hmm. If you want more of that, then you can go on to google.com and you look up ASMR <laughs> videos and you just click on the first link and there you go. Actually, what, what That'd be something that? that neither of us had anything to do with. ASMR videos. But, you know, if you like that. Oh, the, the first... It's probably pres- ASMR, darling, or uh, Gentle Whispering. Rapunzel ASMR. Oh, okay. This ASMR yeah, not video as big. will I give you tingles 100%. Oh shit, Ian! Uh, I guess our ASMR quest ends here. Yeah, there we're we gonna go. watch that, and then I, I wish we'd found that earlier. I don't. Here's one concern that I have, though. This ASMR yeah. video will give you tingles 100. percent It doesn't say 100 percent guarantee. It says 100. <laughs> percent It's like what It'll if give you 100 percent tingles? Like what? I mean, 100 percent tingles. That's a seizure, right? <laughs> like that's sort of the ultimate end of this spectrum. Where, like, your whole brain is just blasting off and and you die. I don't... I don't know. I mean, I think, like... I guess, well, oh, actually, I, I actually John, I'm going to take it all back right now. Because I just looked in the Up Next uh, sort of playlist. And Up Next is another video by Rapunzel ASMR. This ASMR will make anyone tingle 10,586%. Wow. For the That's non-list. a lot of tingling. This mouth sound video will give you tingles 9,001%. So, oh, Ian. I've never seen percentages it's, this big, John. It's... What? what? I don't understand the reference. A large number. Over... Uh, it's over, over 100%, Ian. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I, it's exactly it was, the thing to take away from this, There's a really low-hanging fruit joke there that I, I wanted to well, pretend I was going to make and not make. Okay. Yeah, I think the problem for me is the the joke was so low-hanging that it's just it's implicit in the video title. Yeah, that's true. That's a fair point. There are some ASMR darling videos in the sidebar, though. So we've learned. Well, we don't ASMR need to watch is. ASMR, darling. Ian. We need to. You need to get on. We, we need to start watching ASMR Rapunzel, Rapunzel or Rapunzel and ASMR. Maybe our ASMR one. quest will be over because you'll have experienced ASMR, and I'll have experienced way more intense ASMR than I've ever experienced. So, uh, and that was our original quest, episode intense. one. We talk about it every week. We talk about the progress. Well, we, we talk made. about our shit. Uh, okay, yeah, we we talk about that when you think about it. In a um, very non-literal sense. <laughs> that is what we talk about, yes. Yeah. Very sort of, uh, in a sort of Jungian <laughs> archetype sense. Actually, here's a good question for you, John. Here's a great way to kick yeah. off the podcast, because now we're all about these tighter openings, sort of more formal structure. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you had to be one of like Jung's um, fundamental archetypes, who would you be? Ian? Yeah. I don't know Jung's fundamental archetypes. John, neither do I. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I don't know. Not, uh, does he, I think there's like, there's, um, there's like the heat. <laughs> Wait, did you, 
really asked me a question <laughs> about something that you <laughs> Well, John, what do you think? I just, I, why would I know about this? What? <laughs> why would you print it up if you don't? Well, John, it's, you know, you're asking, is that, John, who's asking I'm, the questions I'm, here? John, I'll tell you what the 12 common archetypes are just off the top of my head. I've I've always thought of you as someone who's like very knowledgeable about a wide variety of subjects, but now I'm wondering. <laughs> the charade just comes tumbling down. Back. Maybe you just know the names of a lot of things, and you ask other people about them as if you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, how else are you supposed to learn about things if you don't ask questions? <laughs> <laughs> Also, these are basically just fucking tarot cards. I don't think there's anything to know here. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like, the innocent, the orphan, the hero, the caregiver, the explorer. Like, what are you? Nobody is one of these things. What a fucking pendulum. <laughs> You went from, like, talking about them like it was something you knew about and revered to it being something you didn't know about but thought was, like, a like, reasonable thing to talk about. And then, as soon as you look it up, you're like, oh, this is fucking garbage. Well, John, it's called the scientific method. I don't know if you've heard of it, but <laughs> you form a hypothesis by talking about something you don't know. You get called out on not knowing it, or you just openly admit that you don't know it. Um... <laughs> You look it up, and then you realize it's just probably nonsense. Also, you go, I'm not sure that... This is a website, soulcraft.co, so I'm not sure this is really sort of Jung's um, official uh, list of, of the archetypes. But it does sound sort of right, doesn't it? I mean, all that Freud, Jung stuff is just sort of... It is a pre-rigorous treatment of philosophy. A sort of philosophical treatment of psychology. I'm I'm still recovering. <laughs> I'm glad that I could get you, John. Glad that I could get you. Uh, Ian, did you know that today is Saint Vincent's birthday? The day that we are recording this episode. Uh, John, do you think that I baked her a cake and sent it to her three days ago? <laughs> The answer is no. That would be that would be preposterous. I was not actually aware. Uh, yeah, I am aware though. So, I'll tell you what all my music hype is about right now. And maybe it's a little sacrilegious of me to say this um, on the day of our Saint Vincent's birth. But <laughs> I am very excited for Kamasi Washington's new EP. Oh yeah, I, I listened to one song off of it, but I have not listened to the whole thing yet. Yeah. Did you listen to Truth? I, I mean, uh, yeah, I think that was, like, the single that was released mm-hmm. from it. Oh, it was a it was banger of a single, and the whole album is coming out, I believe, tomorrow. Oh, nice. And, oh, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped that I've been listening to a fair amount of the epic recently. And it's a very good album. album. Good, good ASMR content right here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I Happy birthday, St. Vincent. Yeah, St. Vincent. She's, I mean, she, she does sort of ASMR in the sense that it's ASMR for my spirit. <laughs> it's my form of ASMR. Uh, Ian, I would like 
Actually, you know, this is going to wait till next week. Okay. Uh, a, little, a little cliffhanger. Oh, actually, no, I know what we're going to do next week, John. I've already, I've got a big plan for it. Oh, okay. I, uh, this is just a, a little one-off topic that I decided to leave out because we've already had enough goofing. Okay, that makes sense. Time to get to business. It's true. We got it. We got it. You know, it is time, John, to put away, put away our childish conversation topics and finally engage <laughs> seriously with <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> what is ASMR? How do you do it? How can I get more ASMR? We'll investigate these questions and more after the break. Is your car too shiny? Yes, it is. How can I rectify this situation? hate looking like all those shiny, clean cars? Oh, it makes me feel like a consumerist whore. And by rust off. It'll make your car rust to pieces. <laughs> Just spray some on. Wow. It'll be dirty and rusty in no time. Lose that shine with rust off. But announcer doesn't no, work. No, that was the end of that. That, <laughs> okay, that, that spot. was the end of that, that, the end of that little ad ad bit. And we're back. And we're back <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> we should have ad breaks more often. <laughs> we're really raking in the, the dough. So, John, do you have any exciting side quests from this week? Uh, I, I don't. No, not, not, not so much. Okay. Uh, do you? Well, I've got... Uh, it, was a, it was a big week for ASMR news, John. A okay. A big week. But, I mean, there's like... Uh, so, I, I typically go to sort of do my weekly roundup of the ASMR news, and I'll just right. look at the top posts in the past week and then pick out the discussion ones. There's oh, like yeah. seven discussion tabs. Oh shit! A lot of them are things that That's I don't think a lot. are really news so much as just discussion. Um, I'll say that user methane is is complaining about the trend of bitchy and rude ASMR this year. Is that a trend that you've <laughs> noticed, John? In your I have not, but <laughs> well, apparently there's a lot of ASM artists who are just getting a little too sassy for this user's liking. <laughs> um, are there any specific? Videos link because I really want to check out some of these sassy ASMR videos. Um, none specifically here. Um, someone specifically references a video from uh, Goodnight Moon. Uh, well, right, do you want to give us the name of that one so um, listeners can check it out? Bitchy Valley Girl Phone Chat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe there's a, and then actually I, there's another good. There's actually a series of Goodnight Moon videos on Bitchy Valley Girl. So maybe this is the trend that this particular user is referring to. <laughs> um, maybe it's just this one ASMR artist. I don't know. There, it's it seems like other people are sort of agreeing that um, this trend exists, but I've not seen much in the way of actual video links. Hmm. There is someone who is um, trying to get some of the ASMR artists who frequent this community to uh, make some drawing massage ASMR videos, because they say that's their favorite trigger, and it's one that's sort of gone dead in the community. I assume that would be, like, a roleplay of, like, drawing on someone? I guess, but like, a drawing massage. So, like, maybe it's like... Well, that's why I'm thinking instead of drawing massages, because you're drawing on someone. Otherwise, I would yeah. just imagine that they're drawing on, like, paper or something. Yeah. Well, I, when I hear drawing massage, I guess I could just click on the drawing massage video that they link, and that's actually what I'm doing. I'm imagining, like, oh, with your finger. Oh, no, you're right. It is drawing on a person with a colored pencil. Okay. Or massaging them very lightly. 
It doesn't appear to be a strong... Oh, no, they are drawing. Huh. Well, I don't know. Inscrutable to me, as so many things are. Um, somebody asking if Heatherfeather's going to return. Um, this is... Well, actually, let's see. There's a, there's a meta post talking about um, what can be done to improve the sub. And this is actually one that I remember when I opened up this time, I was like, I'm not going to talk about this one. And then I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> the Oracle, a, I guess, somewhat notable ASM artist. Who had been oh, yeah, she had a uh, Ask Me Anything recently, correct? Mm-hmm. So, is that what you're referencing? Okay. Indeed. Uh, and there's some people, you know, just talking about VidMe versus YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. And then some other stuff. A lot of short answers. Although I gotta say, this this ASMR just did a lot of responses to questions. I was very impressed. I feel like normally you go on the big Ask Many Things, and they've responded to like five questions, and two of them are just people complimenting them and they saying thanks. This person, I think, responded to every question. <laughs> That's that is impressive. That is in my goodness. And finally, uh, the the one that I, I really liked, um, mm-hmm. my favorite one, it's a little sort of discussion prompt. You know you've watched too much ASMR when your reaction to a woman kissing a camera is, this is weird. So you go to your safe standby option of a plague doctor diagnosing a telepathic watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> and just the general commentary about the fact that, you know, where we choose to draw the line of what's weird in ASMR is in itself kind of weird. <laughs> I, I don't think, I think that, you know, this yeah. is obviously a humorous point, but I think it, it underlies a, a somewhat serious topic, not serious, like important, but just, you know, like a, a real topic in the sense of, you know, there's, and I think I certainly am guilty of this as well. Um, people who think like, you know, the, the ASMR videos that focus on sort of, emotional attachment or relationship situations. We view those and we're like, oh, that's that's just too much. That's too bizarre. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. Then there's all these yeah, no, and exams and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all these, like, yeah, sort of, like, imaginary things and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some wacky stuff. But yeah, it is sort of the stuff that relies on emotional connections that does seem to be more uh, off-putting to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that's the ASMR Roundup. (laughs) After the break, we'll move to our main topic, (laughs) where we read an article about ASMR. Hey. Uh, Hey, you. Me? You go into the doctor too much? Every day. You you need uh, apples in your life. Apples? What are those? Who has apples are a delicious, tasty treat. You eat it, you crunch it, and you munch it. That sounds great, but I don't have time for apples. What am I supposed to do? Well, you gotta sign up for our apple delivery service. Apples apple a go. day. <laughs> Every day, we'll oh, send fuck. a delivery man right to you. Oh, maybe man. at work. Maybe at school. Maybe <laughs> so at know. your house. Maybe... At someone else's house, your friend's house, your uncle's. How do they know all these things about me? Maybe you're just walking around. Maybe you you decided, hey, I'll go camping today. We'll find you. Don't worry. (laughs) Wow. We'll show up and we'll throw an apple at you. Throw it, not hand it over? 
We'll throw it right at you. Oh, boy. Right wow. in your noggin. <laughs> Got to open wide. Catch it with your mouth. And crunch, crunch, crunch. And you don't have to see any doctors. Apple a day. It's for your health. I'm sold. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> I gotta say, I just wanna, I just wanna say, um, ever since we got Apple a Day as a sponsor for this podcast, uh, they, they gave me a free trial. They actually didn't ask me about this before they, they sort of signed me up for it. And it took me a couple of days to figure out what was happening and, and why I was sort of repeatedly getting, getting this. Uh, yeah, Apple I should have sent you that, that email as soon as they told us you about sure it. You sure should have, because it was very startling yeah. the first four or five times that it happened. Um, mm. uh, they got a good selection of apples. I thought that it would be like, you know, all the same apple, right? Yeah, different no, apple I've every day some, from what I've seen. And only I, I, some I, I, of them are crab some apples. Pink ladies. Um, sorry, what? <laughs> I, I, only like half of them are crab apples. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I, I've gotten a couple of pink ladies uh, from. Ooh, from that's fancy. Yeah. One of the best types of apples. I hope that's the right name. No, well, I mean pink lady. It's also um, yeah, yeah, Crips. Pink. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're very tasty. One of Fun my favorite fact, types of apple. I used to think that the Pink Lady was a very old apple cultivar, but I was mistaken. The Lady Apple is is one of the oldest known cultivars that dates back to the, the Roman times. But the Pink Lady is actually a, a pretty recent commercial cultivar. Hmm. So there's an apple fact. <laughs> <laughs> but the main quest this week, John, is we were reading yeah. the article... Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, ASMR, a flow-like mental state. Now, you said article, Ian. Mm-hmm. This was a scientific paper. That is that is true. It is a scientific paper. I think I, I have a habit of calling scientific papers articles. I don't disgracefully. Well, it's like, uh, is, that, is that something that I can defend? I'm not sure. <laughs> Well, hold on. So it does say, um, like the, the, this is, um, a Pure J thing. Latest articles for authors, editorial boards. So late, so it is, it is an article, possibly. Okay. Or, I don't know, I, I've got, you know, I'm gonna lay my cards on the table here. I don't know what the difference is between an article and a paper. It's a fair point. I don't really either. I feel like an article is, uh, like news or something that shows up in like a newspaper. Yeah. Scientific journal is a fancy thing for fancy people. It's hard to read and it's not really fun to read. Well, I'm sometimes gonna, it's very interesting. I just want to go on a quick, a quick little detour about, about journals, John. Yeah. Journals are a fascinating thing in academia. Um, because, you know, they used to sort of, they used to serve this purpose and that, you know, I mm-hmm. want to read research. Um, but, you know, maybe, maybe, there's not a researcher around to talk to me about their research or the research that I'm interested in. And so I go and I get this journal and I read about it. Yeah. Um, but you might not have heard of this. In the nineties, um, there was this really cool technology developed with computers where I can go <laughs> and I can actually just like look up the research of other people. <laughs> um, and that sort of, yeah, sort of brings an interesting question. You know, what, what are journals doing? Um, <laughs> You know, they're, oh, they're providing peer review, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they don't provide the peer review though so much. In 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 so much as they they recruit um, volunteers to go and review the paper. 
Um, and then, oh, well, they have to, they have to like, typeset the stuff. Well, but actually, they make the authors do all that. <laughs> and so it's just sort of like, they, it, it seems like, to me, the perfect business where I, I don't know that a journal does anything. <laughs> I think they just have a server where you can go and look at the stuff that other people have written and edited for you, except you get the copyright to that work. <laughs> and then you get all the money from it. So there's a little fun thing about journal. Oh, this is this is not that case. This is a this is um we we got this from ncbi.nlm.nih.gov. There's the NIH like publication site, and it's all open open stuff. So anybody can go and read this. No no paywalls here. So that's all. Nah, nice. Yeah. But yeah, this is an article that is uh, you know sort of one of the very few peer reviewed articles about ASMR. Um, and it was I think I was. I think we might have gone over the survey that this is based off of in an earlier episode. Uh, I think or pretty much all of different. the existing... <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. <clears throat> I will try to cut that out. <laughs> but then you accidentally just cut everything else out. <laughs> I think that uh, most of the currently uh, published peer-reviewed uh, papers about ASMR are like based on surveys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this has been referenced in a number of places, but I, I don't think that we have like talked too specifically about this one in particular in the past. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. I remember we took that, that um, ASMR survey, but it was very different. Like flow uh, stuff yeah. in it. So yeah, that, that one I, I don't think has been published yet. Mm. Yeah, so this one's been published, published in 2015. And yeah, it's uh, what did you think about this article, John? Um, I this thought paper. that it was. I I think it was like a fairly reasonable sort of first endeavor. Um, I feel like you know I, this was uh, yeah um I, the, or they they claim that this was the first uh peer or the first paper published about ASMR. So it's not like they really had any sort of groundwork to like build off of build off of Mm -hmm. um so i think that their approach of just like let's take a survey and see what we get and then sort of suggest further areas for study based off of that was a a pretty reasonable approach Mm -hmm. um i thought that you know it sort of in terms of just like taking a big survey and doing some analysis of the results it was fair it, it did that Fine, I thought. Yeah, no, that's 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 sort of um, what I felt. Um, the big things, you know, they they talk about, you know, who who listens to ASMR and like what their what their favorite triggers are. Mm-hmm. Turns out, people do not like vacuum cleaner noises as a trigger. That's <laughs> one thing that I I walked away from this. Um, <laughs> so you know, uh, friend of the show, Jonathan Stroud, might need to revamp his. Um, ASMR <laughs> game a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they have this nice... a little too loud. Yeah. Um, they make a lot of they make a lot of like things like you know oh is this is this linked to synesthesia? Um, is this related to the flow state at all? I gotta say the flow state stuff I thought was kind of silly. Yeah, um, uh, they didn't really go into a ton of detail about that. I don't recall specifically my thoughts on that. Uh, it's just, I mean, if you, they, they have this figure here where they show, like, the, the, 
line fit. So first off, in order to measure, like they're seeing, oh, does um, does your your flow score, which is like some measure of how much of in a flow state you are, does it correlate to the total number of triggers that you experience? And they found a super weak correlation that basically oh, yeah. looks like random noise to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at that now. There's a uh, like line of best fit going across the all the dots mm-hmm. and um i mean i'm sure it is like mathematically accurate of where the dots lie mm-hmm. um, but boy it's, but it's, it's, it's it's you look at this and you say well that's not a line is it that's not there's not a linear relationship there yeah to speak it's, of. it's very arbitrary where this line kind of ended up yeah um and also there so they talk about synesthesia and they say like oh it's you know they in the general population, there's only a, a rate of synesthesia of 4.4%. In our um, in our sample, we found 5.9% of people had synesthesia. And it's like, well, yeah, you're... But those 5.9% represent 29 people, so... Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's... They, they, they do address the fact that it isn't st- uh, statistically significant. Uh, yeah, they do, they do. But they, they they do also bring it up quite a bit, mm-hmm. or like that number being higher than the average. Yeah, I suspect that sort of going into this, they were like, okay, we're going to talk about how ASMR is related to synesthesia, and then they sort of had to rewrite the script a little bit. Yeah, based off of their results. Uh, that's fair. I, I get that sense a little bit as well. Uh, to be fair, when they say like, oh, it's not statistically significant, yeah, you know, it's they've they've got a p value very close to um point oh five, which is at least in the in the realm of psychology when you can claim statistical significance without much in the way of caveats. But, yeah. I don't know. Other than that, I thought that there's, yeah, it, was, it seemed like a, a fairly um, fairly standard arc. I liked they, they were sort of bringing up the fact that um, you know, people should probably do some fMRI studies with ASMR. Yeah. I think that's something that needs to be done. I thought one interesting one interesting connection that was drawn here that I want to talk with you a little bit about was yeah. the relationship between ASMR and misphonia. Oh yeah. So um, I think, I think you are someone who experiences misphonia, right? I don't think so. Gum chewing, man. I, I don't think that that is the same. No. I, yeah, I, I don't think that that's misphonia. I think, I just hate gum too much. I just have an irrational hatred of it, and the sound is just associated with it. Okay, so it's not so. Um, you, if you, if I was to play you the sound of someone chewing gum, you don't think that would that would get you that much? I mean, I, I think it would. Maybe it is. I don't know. I I guess I don't know enough about misphonia, mm-hmm. but I always uh, associated my hatred of the sound with my hatred of the object. But maybe it's sort of the the opposite. Or maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah, maybe just you know, maybe your your hatred of gum was so intense that it just gave you misphonia. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that that one is accurate. I I did like storm out of a class once in high school because of someone popping gum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh gum. Uh-uh. In my defense, it was a very relaxed high school, so it wasn't really that weird for a student to just leave. <laughs> it was sort of come and go as we wished. <laughs> a simpler time. <laughs> a simpler time. One other thing that I wanted to talk about with this paper 
um, mm-hmm. is that I was a big fan down at the additional information and declarations section. Um, competing interests, author um, declared that there are no competing interests. Um, funding statement, the authors declare there was no funding for this work. <laughs> <laughs> It's, like, it's, just a, it's a fun thing to read. <laughs> but it's also sort of, you know what, it's, to me it's sort of nice, because it's just these people, you know, they're not getting paid to do this. They're doing yeah, they, it for fun. They care. They yeah. want to help out the ASMR world. Mm-hmm. So I hope they didn't use any resources allocated from other grants. Like computers. Oh, well also one other thing I, I liked is that both of the authors were stated... It's like, you know, oh, this author did this, this author did that. And both authors contributed reagents, materials, analysis tools. (laughs) I wonder what sort of reagents were required for this particular study. (laughs) (laughs) They must have copy and pasted that from somewhere else. I think so, yes. I hope. I hope. This was a different thing than I thought. I am concerned about what reagents they were using here. Mm-hmm. And like on who? And for what? <laughs> yeah. To what end? Let's see, what does it say about human ethics here? Um, let's see, they, uh, approval received by electronic statement. Your proposed study and investigation, uh, has been reviewed and is approved, provided that the information obtained is kept absolutely confidential and no personally identifiable information is entered on computer. You may proceed with your studies. No explicit mention of, of uh, not of yeah, or just of not harming the subjects. Well, so long as uh, you don't so reveal who you harmed, John. Yeah, or you how? Can't find the body. <laughs> what are you going to do? Charge you? It's the perfect <laughs> crime. Uh, do you have much else that you want to say about our main quest? Um, that's, well, I will say um, one thing I discovered right before we started recording this. Was that they, um, they're putting all the data up, like, is publicly available, including mm-hmm. some follow-up emails they had with people to discuss, sort of ascertain whether or not they actually had synesthesia. And oh. there are some pretty good responses, I thought. Um, there's a person who responds, um, all in caps. <laughs> and I, just, I always love it when people respond only in caps. <laughs> When I read books, I can smell the drink dandelion and burdock. So books equals dandelion and burdock smiley face. What? What is dandelion and burdock? What is burdock? I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. Um, huh? There are a lot of there are a lot of people saying, "I hear what? What sort of? What are their things?" I see number one as red. I feel banging in my chest when I listen to loud music. I see someday as purple. And there are a few at the end. Um, these are the, the examples that they decided were not, in fact, synesthesia. Um, let's see. Uh, I some, Sometimes I will imagine particular landscapes and images when I listen to certain music. These are not places I have been physically, not a memory. Like when I listen to Coldplay or Travis, I'll imagine an English countryside. Daffodils, daisies, green grass, seaside. (laughs) Depends on how I feel. When I feel sad, the images are usually in the rain. (laughs) That was someone who was decided to not have synesthesia. (laughs) Wow, they 
They imagined something. <laughs> they did. They they imagined something that was not a memory, John. And that's the important thing. Uh, if it was wow, a memory, it would not I, be synesthesia. Unbelievable. <laughs> and also, there's just some people who are like, uh, I can't answer your question because I don't get synesthesia. I'm not sure why I would have said I do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. All in all, I was a fan of these email responses. And I thought it was just, it was a surprisingly, you know, it's always a sort of surprisingly personal thing when you can just, like, start reading another person's email. Hmm. Yeah, it is. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little creepy. Did you have any but... further thoughts on this article, John? I did. I, I had one note that I took that I marked with a star. Oh, a star. That's important. Yeah. Um. So... Uh, at one point, they are discussing the top triggers that people experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, the number one that they asked about that people responded, yes, this trigger is a trigger for me, was whispering, which 75% mm-hmm. of people said was a trigger for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, it's nice to hear because I'm a, a whisper big man. whispering fan, as you know. And then the second trigger for, uh, the, or, yeah, the second reported trigger was personal attention with 69%. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's especially good because it's personal attention. Whoa. Nice. Nice. Uh, listeners, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really only brought up the top triggers because I wanted to say nice. Oh, okay. I don't think you were going to talk about how, how uh, there wasn't, like, um, binaural sounds on here. No, I just wanted to <laughs> nice. Well, that is nice. You know? It's nice. <laughs> smiling. I don't think smiling is an ASMR trigger, but 13% of people care to disagree. Well, they they mentioned that they threw in, like, I think four that were very common, or uh, triggers that were, like, commonly identified in the title of YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and then four things that were often present in YouTube videos, of ASMR YouTube videos, but were not explicitly, like, identified, um, in order to try to m- draw some conclusions or show some sort of difference between the two categories. What sort of ASMR videos include airplane noise and vacuum cleaner noise? I can imagine that those noises happening in the background. Especially if it's like a flight attendant role play. Oh, yeah, There's a lot that makes of those. Sense. Yeah. It does make sense. Well, there we go. <laughs> I think we've given this article a thorough academic treatment. Um, so, John, as a peer, treatment. I think ASMR. that we are qualified to sort of give peer reviews to this paper because we are at this point <laughs> the world's leading experts, or some of the world's leading experts in ASMR. That's um, a great point. So, as a peer, on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate this paper? Um, uh, it's tough to say. Um, if it existed in a in a vacuum, I wouldn't give it an exceptionally high score. But I think I, I have to, like, give it props for being the first and, you know, acknowledging that they really didn't have anything else to work off. They were just kind of throwing stuff at the wall, seeing what sticked and or seeing what stuck and then trying to come up with, like, ideas for what people should do in the future. And they just sort of, you know, had a passion. They went out there and they they did, like, some, some, decent, some decent work. So I got to give them props for that. So I don't know, like a 
like a seven, maybe. I don't know. I was going to be a little harsher on them, but then I, I did read that funding statement at the end, and oh, just <laughs> just really tickled my fancy. Um, so I'll give them a perfect ten out of ten. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's how reviews work. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's um, as my understanding is that peer reviews are just, just you know zero to ten. Mm-hmm. Well, they often there often is a numerical component to them, but depends. Also, uh. That depends, I imagine, very much on the, the venue in question. I think we've sort of run this one out. Yeah, we've the, I'm, I'm testing the pedal we've now, We've stretched John. it out a little too far at the end. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's sort of, it's, it's wearing a little thin. I'm starting to see a couple of holes in it. But I don't really want to take this episode to, like, I don't want to throw it away, right? And I don't really want to take it to, like, the Salvation Army. Okay, I sort of feel I, like I have some sort of emotional attachment <laughs> to this episode, you know? Suggesting we wrap it up. Yeah. Just like wrap it up and put it in the attic. Put a, put a bow on this one. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, we want to put some plastic on it so the rats don't get in. But <laughs> listeners, thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of ASMR Quest. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's a good way to wrap up. Uh, so yeah, thank you. <laughs> Uh, listeners, you can Please. contact us at any number of yeah. venues that John will now enumerate. Uh, iTunes, please leave us a five-star rating and review. You can find us on Twitter at ASMR underscore quest. And you can email us at ASMRquesting at gmail.com. Thank you, and stay tingly.